Well, we made it. 2021. Happy New Year! Welcome to the show. This is my show. Thanks for tuning in. Here it comes again. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Today is January 2nd, 2021, and we have crossed the threshold of the new year. And you know what? Everything feels the same. I hope everyone had a lovely New Year's Eve, whether it be alone or with friends. Chantel and I watched Guardians of the Galaxy two i think i can't remember but we had a very relaxing and fairly uneventful evening and i loved every minute of it so today's episode i'm calling a meaningful existence i shared something about this on facebook the other day to see if anyone had anything to add to the discussion or ask so i'll just go over a couple of those real quick just because mark Payne says I've often thought late at night in a quiet bedroom, why are we even here? Why do we exist? I'm not religious, but even if one is, why exist for that too? And if we existed for a purpose, Mark, you didn't put a purpose, you said for purpose. Why are lifespans only 60 to 90 years? Mm-hmm. It's a good question. And that ties in great with this um, conversation with myself. Ricky Vega says, when you a note and a power chord. Ricky, I told you there was a missing word here. Actually, two missing words, and you added one, but you still <laughs> failed to put in the other one. When you, so it's like when you blank a note in a power chord. Which, what is it? When you hit a note in a power chord? When you hear a note in a power chord? When you find a note? I don't know what that means. Josh Johnson is listening. I hope so, Josh. I love you. Alex Austin, he says, I've had to restart my whole career this year, and you know what? I still have all my family and friends, and if you look at the big picture, we're all still doing pretty good. Your well-being and self-worth really aren't tied to your job or how much money you make. It's given me a better perspective on things and what matters most. Yes, perspective and big picture. Those are important. Basing your well-being and self-worth by your job or how much money you make yeah, that's probably not a good idea. Good for you, Alex. Seth, I don't know how to say your last name. Is it Dietrich or Detrick? My first instinct is Dietrich. I hope that's right, Mr. Dietrich. De De he says, I've been thinking about slash enforcing the whole thought of judging people by the many good, positive things they do, rather than judging people by that one shitty thing they did or bad decision they made. I've noticed recently that my three teenagers are so quick to think I'm a total dick when I have to lay down the law with them. So I've started trying to not do that myself. You see it tons in the media too, like Lance Armstrong, for example. The guy cheated, but he has donated millions and millions of dollars to cancer research. The guy is a saint, but he's demonized for that one thing when the good he's done outweighs it. And he adds, just don't be so quick to judge. There's more to the story in most cases. 
Yes, indeed there is. That is a huge issue a lot of times where you don't consider what someone's going through or what brought someone to this point or trying to define someone as a human being just for one action or one statement. Carrie, Kilmurray. That's how you say your name, I'm sure, right? Kilmurray? Kilmurray? <laughs> I don't think that would be right. Kilmurray. Life is what you make of it, not what happens to you. I've been a firm believer in the power of positivity. You cannot live a positive life with a negative mind. If all you focus on are the negative things in life, then that is what will keep happening to you. Every day that I get to wake up, hear the birds chirping, feel the sunshine, smell the flowers blooming, taste delicious food, hug someone I love, etc. It's a blessing. Life is what you choose to focus on, so better make it a good one. Yes. It's the lens, the lens you're looking at things through. Are you seeing this from an angry person's perspective? Are you seeing this from a pure pessimistic perspective all the time? You know, it's one thing for people to just say, you know, I'm kind of a pessimist. Well, I suppose it's inconsiderate of me to say, have you just tried not being pessimistic? Don't accept that. Try something different. And maybe you have, and you're just going to settle on that. But I, I still don't think you should stop there. I think you should keep pushing and try to go for optimism. Maybe you average out to be a pessimist overall, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't always strive for optimism. Well, that's pretty much it for those comments on that post. So, a meaningful existence. What is a meaningful life to you? There's so much noise outside today. Have you ever thought much about your legacy? I feel like I'm making so many mouth noises. So dumb, dude. Stupid nose, stupid mouth, stupid noises. Still feels like 2020 to me. All right. Breathe right strips engaged. Strip, engage, whatever. Have you ever thought much about your legacy and how people will remember you? When thinking about how some people act and compose themselves, it's kind of hard to believe that many of them even give a shit. Maybe they don't. Maybe you don't. If that's true, I wonder why that is. Is it because you won't be around anymore and won't have to deal with what's left behind for future generations? Is it because you simply don't think it matters? I am genuinely curious to know. What got me thinking more and more about this recently is the last question I answered on my first Ask Me Anything podcast I released not too long ago. My buddy Andrew asked what my meaning of life is. I think my general thought in response was that I want to make sure I'm not causing others to suffer and to not make life harder for anyone else, really. It's not about me just being the best I can be at anything or improving every little thing about myself. To me, it's more and more about not being a problem in someone else's life. I'd rather focus on helping others in ways that they can better help themselves and help others just the same. It's like that fishing saying, Give a man a fish and he will eat for a day. Teach a man how to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. And when I say him and men, I don't mean only men can... Don't, don't do that. Don't do that to me. Look up the, uh, what is it, etymology there. Check your perspective before freaking out. So yeah, teaching someone to do something rather than just doing it for them seems to be a much better method of help, in my opinion. I went to Nicaragua with my ex several years ago, and one of the, I don't like saying my ex, 
My ex's name is Emily. I went to Nicaragua with Emily several years ago, and one of the people that she had a connection with there was a pastor who would come down and teach some of the locals how to grow their own coffee beans. I believe he and his wife eventually moved down there, and that was a big part of their life. That happened before we visited. I hope I'm getting that memory correct, but either way, that's an example of something that someone can teach others that could help benefit them for the rest of their lives instead of just buying some beans or something for them. There was also a restaurant there that we passed by and we were told that the restaurant was completely self-sustaining. They grew and harvested just about everything they used for the restaurant, which sounds amazing. This doesn't necessarily tie directly into what uh, we're talking about, but I thought it was a cool story and I wanted to share that. But there are a few other impactful things that I experienced on that trip and maybe I'll just save that for another time. So back to the meaningful existence chit chat. Another couple of things that recently made me think about the longevity of our existence is seeing a few antique items that were many, 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 many years old. One of those was a brass 75 year calendar. So it's got internal components that you can turn and uh, change every month or whatever it is. And this was made back in the seventies. So it goes up to the year 2040 something. I thought to myself, wow, that's like me making something today with the full intention of it being used until 2090, which seems crazy to me right now. I can't imagine the mindset of someone in the early 1900s thinking of something being used or preserved well into the 21st century. Another item was an old photo that was inside of some sort of photo case or carrier from the late 1800s. That's like having photos in my wallet now being discovered in 2130. That's bonkers. So of course that got my mind recalling old paintings and scribes, tools and materials and stuff I've seen before that are hundreds or even thousands of years old. After thinking about all the super old stuff I've seen over the years, I eventually started to think about the future. I thought about how we not only have books and music and paintings, and other forms of physical art to transcend into future generations. In more recent decades, we now have digital records of things. Who knows how those records will fare over time with hardware and software failures, but I think there's a high chance that a lot of this information will survive well into the future as we advance more and more technologically. I mean, think about tapping into the human brain and being able to access and understand memory receptors well enough to actually store and extract things. Then adding in the ability to link up with each other and, and exchange those things from person to person. You're likely looking at many things being retained until the end of time. Can you even imagine someone in the year 2210 randomly listening to this podcast? Or maybe watching videos on some sort of antique thing to understand who Nolan Ryan was? Maybe this kind of stuff interests you and maybe it doesn't at all. But either way, you and what you have done in life could carry on well after you leave this plane of existence. Personally, I'd love to do my best to heavily outweigh the negative aspects of my life with positive things. I've considered looking more into psychology, philosophy, and different types of therapy a bit more to see how maybe I can embrace what I feel is a growing part of my existence here. I find myself more and more curious about the mind and our individual experiences and choices. 
instead of constantly reacting to someone's poor decision or choice or mistake with an aggressive, what the fuck is wrong with you? I find myself very genuinely wondering how they got there. I still ask what the fuck is wrong with you sometimes, but I don't hold on to that. I, I take a step back, or several steps back, and I really get curious as to why did you make this decision or what are you doing? This is not just on the road. This is with anything. I also find myself drawing nearer towards people with mental struggles and wanting to help them hack their own mind in hopes that they can get in there and recalibrate it. I don't know how though. So I just say what I think and encourage positivity, mindfulness, and meditation as much as possible. Probably annoyingly so. To tie a lot of this together here and somewhat bring it to a close, the fact that we all have a legacy to consider and records of our existence to consider, I encourage others to keep this thought somewhere in the front of your mind. Hang it on your mental tack board as a reminder to treat others in a way that won't put you in a bad light for the rest of time because it could happen. All of your negative social media posts and not so great interactions are recorded for people to see forever. If you were to average out all of your posts and comments right now, how do you think your digital life would appear? What about all your Google and YouTube searches and movies you tend to watch on streaming services? Do you think the sum of all these things would accurately represent you? I'm not saying you need or maybe even should care what a land full of strangers from a different time think about you, but on the other hand, I certainly wouldn't want my existence here to be wasted on negativity and I certainly would not want my existence to be misrepresented, especially when I'm not even here to defend myself, you know? Anywho, we don't have to drag this on. Just let those thoughts simmer a bit. If you happen to be a little distracted at all while listening to this, you might revisit it when you can give it your full attention and see if your mind lets you travel a little further into the wonderment of your time here and what version of you that you want to leave behind. If this inspires any questions or relates to a current situation or you want to add something, feel free to do so. You can leave a comment on the Facebook post or wherever you find this, SoundCloud, whatever. And as always, I appreciate you listening and I hope I can help you and many others try to stay more positive, one step at a time. And I'll leave you with that. See ya. Bye-bye. Rusty's Escape Pod. Rusty's Escape Pod.